everyone. Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, the lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's no-break, no-leak breast milk storage bags have reinforced sides and a double zipper because we all cry over spilled breast milk. These bags will not leak and won't crack in the freezer. The bags also have milk storage guidelines printed right on every bag. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. I have the review of the week Yay. for us. So this is by Rachel9393, 939396, something like that. Is that her phone number? Can we call her? <laughs> we should, right? Hi, we have your review. <laughs> uh, but she says, I've been following your blog since long before I gave birth. Um, now I have a four-month-old and everything hits close to home. These podcasts are wonderful and informative, and the best part of it all is that I can sit and listen to them while I'm breastfeeding. So with much conflicting with so much conflicting advice and so many questions, it's great to have two true advocates touching on subjects and sharing personal experiences. Yeah, that's what it's all Aww. about. Yes, totally. I'm glad you I know. Like and it, it's Rachel. so perfect that it's like you can absolutely do this while breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And like it's better than like what I used to do, which is like get in like online arguments and <laughs> shop. Know. A lot of people just shop. <laughs> spend too much money yeah yeah we're saving so we're saving your breastfeeding relationship and your wallet yes yeah my friend the, the other day sent me a link to a bathing suit she bought while she was breastfeeding at like five in the morning you want to see the breast <laughs> the bathing suit i just bought like it's great so so yeah if you're one of if you would like to share your review we'd love to hear it but you can also tell us what you should buy in the middle of the night while you're <laughs> yeah. breastfeeding we want to hear all your stories because yes. they're awesome but today, we are going to talk about a topic that, uh, nursing strikes. Let's just say that. But we're talking about this specifically is because I've just, I've seen it, I don't know what's in the water. Like, I've seen it so much in the last few weeks. Like, all these little babies, all right, I'm not doing it. I'm over it. Like, not right now. It truly is a strike. It's truly on. a strike, yes. I don't know. They're... Well, and the thing, I think the thing that always strikes me... Strikes it. No pun intended. Um, about it is that people, you know, people don't know what's going on. Right. They're like, oh, my God, my baby stopped breastfeeding. Like, it's not like nursing strikes are necessarily like everybody knows about that. You know, so people are just like, oh, my God, he, my baby weaned. My six-month-old weaned. Right. Like, they're just not breastfeeding anymore. And often, if you say something to somebody or if you try to talk to your pediatrician or you try to talk to your mom or, you know, whoever, they'll say, oh, well, you know, you did six months. That's good. You know, some babies just need more after that. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We know. We just it's like it's it's the same with like all kinds of other things. It's just like when it comes to breastfeeding, it's just like, ah, well, you know, that's all right. Like we don't look for the problem. We don't try to solve the problem. Right. We don't. Like, it's just, you know, like, like, we can fix this. It's not that hard. But it is devastating to a mom. Totally. Totally. Exactly. Which is why we should be trying to fix the problems and not just ignore them. Right. Right. Because it's like, they're like, I'm not ready. What's going on? What's happening? But if and you it's don't, so sudden. It is. And if you don't realize that a nursing strike is a thing and you don't get a little bit of information on why it could be happening, then you you absolutely think that's the end of your breastfeeding relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're going to so talk scary. about this. We're going to break it down because um, there's a couple of reasons why they happen. And 
if you've never experienced it before and you're listening, like bookmark this te- this podcast or something because if it happens to you later on, you're going to want to look at listen to it again because it's like legit babies will go back to the breast. They will. You might think that they will never go back to the breast again, but they absolutely will. They will. They just need to get over whatever it is that's going on. So usually what it is, it's something developmental. And all that means is, you know, babies go through these stages and these phases where so much is happening for them, so much growing and their brain is growing and their body's growing and things are changing and there's so much stimulation and they're learning to roll and they're, you know, like there's so much going on with them that they just like shut some things down, you know, and they just deal with that growth and then they pick things back up again, you know, once this little spurt has passed. Teething is one of the biggest reasons why you see nursing strikes is teething. So that is something that you are seeing like, God, do you remember when your your babies started teething? Yeah, they're miserable. Yeah. And it could be anywhere from like, Four months on oh, that they like start where, teething. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they start teething months and months before they actually get teeth. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you'll be like, oh, I don't know. I think maybe they're teething. And somebody might say, oh, no, they're not teething. They're too young or they're too that. No, they don't have to, like, show a sign of teething. And then all of a sudden, the next day, there's a tooth. Like, it's months before you see a tooth. Yeah, that stuff moves around in their head for a really long time. And it must be, oh, my gosh. Have you seen that? That um, it's an older child. It's the it's an actual skull of an older, like a five or six year old. Um, so it's not what a what what looks like inside of a a baby, but it but it gives you a visual, a very very striking visual. I should put it on on the website. Oh, on this, it'd be so um, cool. Podcast. You can see the um, baby teeth, but then you can see the adult teeth right over them. You know, pushing them out. These big, big. You know, it, 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 babies aren't born with giant, full grown you know, adult teeth in their skull. They're kind of nubs and they grow. But you can see, it just you just look at it this, in this and you're like, oh God, I'm so sorry, baby. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you are going to go through this. It's very, I'm, I'll definitely put it on the website so you can see it. Yeah, put it on the website because that would be so cool to have that kind of a visual understanding yes, of what goes on. Yes, exactly. Because a lot of times like people say, well, but they'll take the bottle just fine. Well, because it, it, it's not the same. You know, it's it's really not the same. It might be that that pressure on their gums when they're breastfeeding, you know, the tongue on the gut, like that might be too much for them where they don't have to do that as much with a bottle. Um, it's just it's very different. Or that real forceful sucking. I mean, they're so strong and they're, mm-hmm. they, you know, in order to get the milk out of the breast, they have to suck really hard. And, you know, who knows what's it's just all those. Yeah. All those gums in there. It just yeah. it might hurt. So it definitely hurts. Yeah, it definitely hurts or they're tender, you know, so it just it could just be something as easy as simple as that, that it's just, you know, they're teething. And that doesn't mean that, okay, now they're not going to nurse until they get teeth three months from now. Like, that's not the case. They go through phases with teething. So it doesn't always hurt them. But sometimes like letting them chew on something icy to kind of help numb them up a little bit first before you nurse them, that can really help a lot. Um, One of the other things that we see babies doing nursing strike with is ear infections or or colds, you know, like colds. If they're not breathing well through their nose, they're not going to be able to breastfeed. They're just, they can't. Yeah. That is so miserable. I mean, from like newborn to toddler, like that is just having a cold 
and trying to breastfeed, it's so miserable for them. Yeah, they just can't. They just can't. You know? you, that's the only airway. Once their mouth is closed around your breast, their only airway is their nose. And if it's clogged, they just can't. Right. They can't. And if they have an ear infection, that oh. sucking motion is pulling. You know, that it's just it's ca- causing more pain for them. Oh, that just makes me so... Yeah, uh, that makes me like hurt just thinking about that. I know. So it's like that's one of the things that I always say. Okay, let's rule out an ear infection. Um, Like, does the baby have a cold? Like, is there something else going on there? Because that can really be very, very painful. And then you go to try to nurse them, and they will cry because they know you know that's not comfortable for them. So people think, oh, they don't want to nurse. They're screaming at my breast. No, there's something that's bothering them and we just know and they do want to nurse that's the thing is they do they so much want to nurse and they know that it hurts and they know that they can't everybody's upset oh yeah awful so we always try to like rule out those things especially like you know if you're a mom that is a working mom and your baby's in daycare and you know ear infections are something that can happen um then definitely have that checked out too because that could be what's going on you probably won't you know sometimes you might not even know yeah yeah, like you might like, oh, it's not an ear infection. I don't think they have a cold. And they're like, well, so is it really a nursing strike? Yeah, it's still a nursing strike. You just don't know. You just don't always know. Right. You can't ask them. They can't tell us. <laughs> they like, can't. You know, it's this back molar over here really hurts. Like, they, <laughs> you know, they're just like pain, ow, cry. I know. Poor babies. So, they'll, you know, so those are the, usually the big ones. Um, sometimes we kind of get in our own way with nursing strikes. And what I mean by that is like babies tend to um, change up their routine and sometimes they, you know, where you're kind of getting used to for several months, they feed pretty regularly at this time of day. You know, oh my gosh, no, he always feeds right before he goes down for his three o'clock nap. Okay. But then you try to do feed him for that three o'clock nap and he doesn't want anything to do with it. So then you think, okay, he's on a nursing strike. So, I'm just, but he's got to eat because he normally eats at this time. So let me just give him a bottle. And you give him a bottle and it's probably going to be more than what he wanted because we know that overfeeding is very, very common by bottle. Mm -hmm. And then he doesn't eat at the breast well again because he had a little too much maybe from that bottle and just wasn't ready yet. So we, babies can kind of switch up their routine like almost overnight, you know, like you'll have this baby that you're like, okay, he's feeding like every two to three hours and that's what you're used to. And then all of a sudden that baby now wants to eat every four hours or Mm -hmm. maybe wants to eat every four and a half hours and you try to feed them and they scream at you because they don't want to eat yet. So then we just, instead of panicking and saying, oh, well, let me just give a bottle because he needs to eat. Like, let's wait a little bit longer. Maybe he just wasn't ready. And if we wait a little bit longer until they're ready to eat, then we can kind of like go towards that feeding on demand. You know, we always kind of get into this feeding on a schedule in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So if we stop, kind of calm down and look at the situation and go, okay, let me just kind of wait it out a little bit, try again in a little while and see if he's more willing to feed in a little while. You know, we don't want to jump to just giving a bottle all of a sudden, especially if your baby's like three, four months old. Like, they're old enough to tell you when they want to eat at that point. If it's been like six hours and they're screaming and won't go on the breast, then then we can start looking at, okay, is there something else going on? Is it truly like a nursing strike? And we have to kind of figure out what's going on with that baby. 
They will mm. always go back, though. Yeah, and then you want to, if you're going to be doing the whole bottle thing, then you want to be doing, you know, kind of what we talk about as far as, like, secondary caregivers, like like daycare providers or whatever, with the pace bottle feeding. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to not just be like, okay, here's, you know, you want to make sure you're not overfeeding. Right. Because right. then, like you said, they're not hungry. Right. And I, I had that situation recently, you know, there were the... And it was exactly like this, where the baby, you know, was just kind of on this little nursing strike, and the mom started giving bottles, but then she was giving a lot by bottle. You know, the baby was like three months old, and she was giving like four ounces, I think, by bottle, because he wasn't feeding at the breast, but she's giving four ounces by bottle like every two hours. So she was doing it that at the same increment that he would normally breastfeed. And I was like, that's oh, yeah. a lot. Like, he probably doesn't want to nurse. But she could get him to nurse overnight. So he would still nurse during that tired time. So that's kind of another thing, too. Like, if your baby's really giving you this big nursing strike thing during the daytime, but overnight will still eat just fine. Like, there's, you know, we they're going to go back to the breast for sure. Like, they're just, you know, something's going on there with them that we need to figure out or, or give it time. So probably the hardest thing is to wait it out. It's so hard, but you have to wait it out. Yeah, I know. And the people are like, oh, my God, my baby's starving. Because it's the same thing with the distracted babies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so distracted during the day, like around whatever, six months or four. Four, six, yeah. Eight, four whatever six, months. Yeah. They're like, and they, they just won't, like, stay latched on during the day. And the people are like, oh, my God, he's starving. My milk supply is going to dry up. And. Um, I was just talking to a mom about this recently. And, and, you know, and I said, what's he doing at night? She's like, oh, he nurses all night. And I'm like, okay, I think it's okay. You know, like that's like, that's the time. And then, you know, that's when he's really filling up. And during the day, he's just too excited right now. Yeah. Or like during the day, you know, the teething pain is just like, it's a little bit easier when they're like a little bit tired, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, like you were saying, you know, that's a good time to kind of try to try to get your boob in there. Yeah. They're snuggly and, you know, warm and they're want to be cuddled by you. So and it's quiet, you know, so it's it's definitely a lot easier to try at that point than to try to, you know, do it when they're busy and in the middle of all kinds of stuff. Um, But it is really hard to kind of keep telling yourself he'll go back, he'll go back, he'll go back. I always tell moms, you know, keep trying, keep offering, keep trying every single feeding, keep trying like you normally would, like like nothing else is going on, you know, like just keep offering it. Don't offer to the point that their baby is screaming and you're crying and, you know, everybody's upset and everything. Just try if they, you know, fight you. Okay. You know, just that's okay. Try again the next feeding. But they absolutely will. I mean, sometimes it takes a few days, but they do, they do go back, you know, and it's, it's that waiting it out that's really hard. But just keep in mind and remember that babies at this age do not self wean. They do not. It is not something that happens willingly at this age. But if you all of a sudden replace all their feeds and never try to put them back to the breast again, yeah, you're probably going to be done at that point. Yeah. So you got to keep, yeah, you got to keep trying. It's not just like baby's going to like tap you on the shoulder one day and be like, okay, I'm ready to nurse again. You have to just keep, (laughs) you really have to keep trying and keep reminding them and keep, you know, keep that routine up. So what I think the big the big question that a lot of people have then is about milk supply. Uh, and milk so supply where question. so at what point do we need to think about, you know, putting in a pumping session or something to keep that 
milk up. I mean, if we're going to be feeding by bottle, we might be pumping some anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we don't want to jump to the bottle. So when might we pump and just kind of save the bottle just so we're kind of keeping, you know, removing some of that milk from the breast? Well, like I was saying, and a lot of this is going to depend on how, you know, how old the baby is when this happens and where you are in your breastfeeding relationship. You know, are you still to a point where you're you get pretty full and uncomfortable if you go longer than two or three hours between feedings? And if that's the case, then you might need to pump a little bit. Um, I always like to. You know, to tell moms, try to wait it out, you know, maybe four hours, five hours before really panicking and and start getting into, you know, getting into a bottle. If they've eaten eaten nothing, if they're still pretty little, like three months, four months, and they haven't eaten anything in like six or seven hours, I would Mm -hmm. say definitely you're going to have to give them something for, you know, anywhere between four and six hours. You're probably going to you're going to have to give them a bottle if they won't latch. And you should pump. If you're missing a feeding, you absolutely should pump. So that's, you know, because we, we do want your milk supply to stay where it needs to be. And if you're missing a feed by because of the bottle, then definitely pump. And you and that's the other thing about milk. I think because, you know, you know, you definitely want to pay attention to your milk supply because that's obviously important. But you, you you know, when we you say, like, the baby's definitely going to come back to the breast. And if your milk supply takes a little bit of a dip because of whatever you're going through, that'll come back, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not like it dips and then it's gone forever. Like, your body is super smart and super powerful. Like, it might just be like, oh, what's going on? I wasn't... <laughs> I yeah. fell behind a little bit. Oh, the baby's nursing again. Okay, here. Okay, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, yeah. And the, and, You'll never and even it'll notice. start making milk again. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I think, but that's, you know, there's so much panic around breastfeeding. There's so much panic around milk supply. And it's really not that um, sensitive. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that, it's not that I'm weak. You know, it's like, it's, it's strong. It's smart. It's going to come, you know, it'll, it'll respond. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a really, that's a really good way to put it. And we'll, we can talk more about that in a minute after a word from our sponsor. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's Softies nursing pads have a three-layer design that guards against leaks without adding bulk or puffiness to your bra. A plush natural fiber layer rests slightly against your skin and wicks moisture away. The nursing pads are machine washable too. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. And I'm really glad that you brought up the, the part about the supply because it really isn't as sensitive as people think, especially when you are months in and your supply is very well established. Um, It's, you know, it's not going to just go away. And a lot of moms ask us that when there comes down to like, you know, when their baby's only nursing a couple times a day as the baby's getting older or maybe eating more solids or whatever. And they're like, well, how how am I possibly going to be able to make enough milk if the baby's not nursing that much? Body's going to do exactly what you need it to do. It's really pretty amazing. Right. Trust your and body. So, Trust your body. Yeah, right. And your baby to come, you know, you're, and, and I think, again, with the nursing strikes, people, people don't know that they exist and they, and they automatically assume the baby is weaning. And, and that just kind of assumes that the baby doesn't want to breastfeed. And your baby wants nothing, nothing more than to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Your baby is half so upset because they can't and it hurts and it or it's upsetting or whatever's going on. Um, but 
you know, they they'll they'll definitely come back. But but you do hear we're talking about, you know, hours of the day, whatever. But nursing strikes actually can last quite a while. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Like I've seen them last a few days and I, you know, kept in touch with these moms kind of regularly and we're like, OK, you know, are you doing OK? What's happening? And well, I tried and he went on a couple times, but then, you know, cried the rest of the time. And it's like if your baby's willing to go on, you know, at least once during the day, like you're definitely going to get them back. You know, it's just something that's going on with them. But usually you can trace it back to something developmental, you know, and a lot of times I do. Or like I said, if, you know, the teething piece of it. But a lot of times I will say, well, what has changed? Has something changed? And usually it's, oh, yeah, the sleeping pattern changed. Or, yeah, they start. he started rolling over. Or, you know, maybe started crawling. Or this, like, there's something going on. And that is causing a disruption in your baby's normal pattern. But they are so busy growing that there's no way we can fathom what's going on in their little bodies. It's just so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it, it's like we work so hard to establish this breastfeeding relationship early on and to establish our milk supply and to get all of this going. And then, you know, they get they keep growing and they're very healthy and they're very curious in the world or they start getting teeth or they get sick or all these things happen. And, you know, you hit a little, you, you know, it looks like they don't want a nurse and it's just like so devastating. You know, you're like, I can't, you know, I, I, I wanted this so much and now it seems like my baby doesn't want it. Like it's so confusing mm-hmm. that it's like breastfeed all the time, breastfeed on demand. And then the one person needed in order to make that happen is like not doing it. It's it's so, yeah, it's such a strange thing to, to, to go through. But it's just a normal thing. Like sometimes you skip a meal. I mean, I never do, but <laughs> if you, you know, some people are like, eh, I'm just not hungry right now, or I'm a little, or I'm busy, or I'm distracted, or I'm sad, or, you know, or, you know, things go on where you just are, you know, where you miss a feed, mm-hmm. you miss a meal, you miss, you know, and then, and then, you know, it's not like we do, it. don't stop eating forever. Right. It'll be, it'll totally be fine. But if you are surrounded by people who say, oh, it's okay, you gave it a good shot you know, now it's over, whatever. Like, that's not going to make you want to try to get that baby back on the breast. You're just going to kind of be feel more devastated. Reach out to people who can support you. You know, reach out to people that, yeah. that'll that be like, nope, this is just it's just a nursing strike. You know, let's see what we can do to make everybody comfortable. I mean, and especially like this, mo- you know, the, the one mom that I'm talking, you know, I keep referring back to, and hers was, that was a pretty significant nursing strike because it was several days. And usually they're like maybe a day or two and then the baby kind of, you know, winds right back in. But she was like, you know, he still snuggles with me. He still cuddles. She goes, I know it's not like he doesn't want to be with me or he doesn't want to, you know, be held by me. So it's like, of course your baby still wants. Like it's not, has nothing to do. They're not rejecting you, but it feels like such a rejection. Yeah. But she, so I was like, you know what? Do skin to skin with him then. Do so much cutting. Keep him right on your body all the time until we get him back there. Because if you're just like, oh, well, you know, he's not nursing, so forget it. And you just start giving bottles and everybody kind of like, you know, you start losing that attachment that breastfeeding gives you. Then, you know, there's more of a chance that they won't go back on. We want to keep that attachment. And the baby loved that part. So he was still doing that. He just wasn't comfortable breastfeeding at that point. But then went back, like it did take several days, but then he started, he did start nursing again. Yeah, keep them right there so they can smell it, 
so I can remember it. It's like right there. Yeah. Not going to go away. Their yeah. comfort. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, babies, it's for breastfeeding. It is so much more than just food. And I know we and say that all the time. Yeah. Like we, we've said it before too. Like it's more than just food. It's comfort. It's nourishment. It's, you know, connection. There's so much to it. They're not going to just dump all that for nothing. No. And so what if, um, so what would the age be? Like what, you know, if somebody, certainly a six month old is not self weaning. Right. Um, a two year old, a three year old. You know, at what point do you think, well, maybe this is weaning, what maybe this this is a nursing strike, I should keep trying. I mean, even if you want if even if you do think they're weaning and you want to keep breastfeeding, there certainly are things that you can do, which are all always amounts to like breastfeeding them and, you know, when they're sleepy or in a quiet, cozy place or, uh-huh. you know, in snuggly times, like all of these things will keep them connected to it. Um, but when, you know, if somebody's like, Okay, I'm maybe I'm ready, you know, maybe, you know, I is this him self-weaning, he or she self-weaning, what, like, what age, what age would you say is no longer a nursing strike? Um, I would... Easy answer? (laughs) Probably not. But, (laughs) I mean, we know, research tells us, and evolution tells us, that babies do not self-wean before, like, two years of age. Mm -hmm. So... I would say probably two. Probably anywhere between, like you know, 18 months and 24 months, they would stay. Now, I always tell people, like, my kids self-weaned right around, they were all three, probably, like, 15 months-ish, because that's when they were, like, walking. Really, like, they were actually walking. They were busy. They were doing stuff. They were trying to crawl, crawl off my lap to go and play. But I didn't know anything about breastfeeding, really. So I just thought that they were self-weaning. They probably, I'm sure... If I had taken them, tried to nurse them at night or, you know, in a quiet room because they were distracted by their brother and sister and, you know, whatever, they would have still nursed for sure. But Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. So I didn't try to attempt it. And I didn't have people around me that said, oh, no, it's, you know, they're just, they're just distracted. They're just Mm -hmm. distracted. They'll still breastfeed at night and in the morning. Don't even worry about it. Like, because I wasn't necessarily ready to give it up, but I thought that that's what was happening. So if you, if that's kind of what's going on, you know, that is like definitely a distracted piece and, you know, just try to find a time where it's quiet, like you said. But usually I'll see nursing strikes happen like anywhere from maybe around three months and then you hit the teething part, you know, between like around six, seven months you're hitting teething and then, you know, then things are fine and then you might hit it again with that distractibility as they get bigger. But they really do not intentionally self-wean before two yeah i mean like just thinking about like my kids and the breastfeed like it 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 took on so many different forms and phases over the years like it you know when there's a change it seems like oh it's scary because it's the end but you know it's just a change it's it's got to change constantly yeah depending on how long you you know you breastfeed them if you breastfeed them until they're you know toddlers or small children it's going to look so different You're going to look back at like, you know, look back at like breastfeeding Jack when he was two. It was like so completely different from breastfeeding Exley when he was two or breastfeeding Exley when he was four or Jack when he was six. You know, it was like all these things look so different for each kid and for each age. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just part. It's just another little blip, you know, but I think that 
one of the other things that makes this so hard for moms, like you were saying, is that, you know, you try so hard to get this breastfeeding relationship going. And in the beginning, especially, it can be struggling. And then all of a sudden you get into this, you know, easy path. And that's what moms usually tell me if their baby hits a nursing strike at around three months, because they'll be like, we finally were in a good routine. We were finally in a good routine. And then this happened. So it it can feel really discouraging, but they will go back. So do not do not give up hope at all. They will definitely go back. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Diane. You know, I'm here to please. So <laughs> But selfishly, I used our podcast as my way of complaining about, you know, not complaining, but um a way of like being able to put messages out there for things that I see all the time. So I want moms to yeah, realize oh, that yeah. you're not the only one going through this either. You know, you're not the only one. So there's no, other moms oh. that, that are definitely have been there or have seen it and, you know, reach out to our community because we can support you through it. Yeah. I mean, all of these talk topics have come out of like a barrage of messages and emails that mm-hmm. Diana and I have gotten out about certain, certain topics. Yeah. So, you know, it's not, this isn't here just because we, you know, it happened once to a breastfeeding person, you know, 10 years ago. Like, yeah. it happens all the time, and we got so many messages about it that we're like, finally, this needs to, this needs to be an episode. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you all for listening, and please share your experience in the review section on iTunes, and maybe you can be our review of the week. And also head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, for promo codes, for an awesome list of resources and all of our other episodes and for information about how you can schedule your very own online consultation with Diane. See you later. Bye. Bye.